Hi there, this is Jenny from Elephant in the Room Consulting and Kylie Mobert Allen from Hello Media. And you're tuning into Bite Size Business, the live podcast show that helps small business owners get clarity and insight to grow their business. Whether you're just launching or you're ready to scale or figuring out what's next, we discuss the nitty gritty, the hard bits, the opportunities and behind the scenes and share how we use digital and other mediums to grow our opportunities. We're so glad you're here. Kylie, it's Black Friday, it's Thanksgiving, it's a massive day. How are you today? <laughs> I'm feeling massive today, Jenny. <laughs> and today, 25th of November, it's officially a month to Christmas, which is madness, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's a little crazy. It's, it's, it's almost the end of the year and I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not, I don't mean I'm not ready for Christmas. I'm just not ready for another year to be over. No, I know. It's a little bit kind of crazy how quickly this has gone. Like, I just, I'm like, I don't understand how we've gotten to the, you know, last week of November so quickly. It's a little bit crazy. I know. I was just saying to a friend at the gym this morning, I feel like that's so true when people say the older you get, the quicker the years go by. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, that's exactly right. It's like, whoa, what happened? But this year feels extremely challenging like we had we've still had pandemic we've still had lockdowns we've had the floods down here we've had the second floods down here it has been really full-on and now we're having a massive covid wave here so um it's rife through the schools and oh my word there's a lot going on (laughs) it's really strange like i know i remember coming out of the pandemic everyone's like oh everyone's a little bit not sure what they're doing and a little bit kind of tenuous about engaging and growing and things like that. But what I found, particularly in the work, in the space that I play with the, with corporate and also business consulting, there is such an appetite for new things and innovation and wanting people to do more work. And it's this capacity thing and saying, well, we, we actually need you to kind of come, come and deliver 20 and 30% of what we would have previously because we did have that break. And so we now need to play catch up. And so I feel like a lot of businesses are kind of working at, instead of kind of coasting at that 60 to 80%, you know, and giving yourself a buffer for, you know, when things go crazy, we're working at that 90 and 100% all the time. So when we have to ramp up, we're actually having to kind of push ourselves beyond what we what we expect and what we've normally done. Yes, you're so right. And I feel like all of us have got to the stage in the year and gone, oh, there was more that we wanted to achieve. And that's interesting. So even though we do all that really good goal planning and goal setting at the beginning of the year, it's like, yikes, haven't quite got there. No. Well, we, I mean, we had a big year, obviously we bought the house and we had some massive changes in, in our whole family unit and our business unit. And we started another company on Tuesday because that's what you do when you're busy, you start another company, <laughs> um, which we're really excited about because my colleague and I, who's also a, a, an Aboriginal woman have started a new company and we got our first client. It's a product sale. So it's not, um, it's not services, but we're pretty excited. We had a conversation with someone like, I think I need that. And we're like, so other people are ramping down we're like where can we find more things to do wow have you got an e-commerce store um we're still building that at the moment we just started playing around website it's called indigi mesh it's very focused we're just providing fence wrapping and mesh for banners for like you know six foot chain mesh chain mesh fences that you see um for construction mining or for housing industry, or even if anyone has like a property that they just want to, you know, brand with their product, with the, uh, we're using meshing for that, but we're doing it really strategically. And this is kind of one of those conversations we have about why you start a business. And I know it's off track from our conversation today, but 
we've started because in Queensland, we have the Olympics in 2032. And so we're looking at what is an opportunity that we can actually start building our capacity and our capability for now in the next sort of three to five years as the Olympics start doing their pre-planning. So the pre-planning won't actually start until year four, so 2028, but that gives us five or six years to test the waters, test our market, get our product right, get our pricing right, and have that experience so when the Olympics come to town and they go out to market for product, we're going to be like, well, we've got six years of runway prepared. We know what we're doing and we have a product that we can sell them. So we're being really strategic about Very the business clever. and why we started it. Very clever, Jenny. I love it. And have you got a warehouse situation set up? And uh, No, we're just planning that. At the moment, we're, we're, we'll, we, will, uh, we have a couple of printing houses who'll do the printing and prep for us. But the long-term goal, of course, will be actually to set up our own printing house. And that gives us opportunities for jobs and also, you know, expanding and having local production rather than having to rely on other people's production. So we're baby, we're day three. So at the moment, we're just playing around in this, in that kind of, um, we will get other people to print for us. So we'll have a supply chain. We already have that in place. But yeah, so you long don't need term... to store the actual fencing stuff. No, don't need to. So it'll all be print. Cool. It'll be it'll be print on demand and ship on demand. So we don't have to actually have a warehouse at the moment. Ultimately, when we have a production and a manufacturing facility, then we will definitely have a, a space that we'll have to store. But we'll probably still do an on demand uh, mechanism. We can do a fairly quick turnaround. So um, yeah, this is it's a fun and exciting time though. Go you. That's amazing. I love it. Congratulations. So, but we're here to talk about offers and Christmas and how do we get the most out of the next four weeks other than starting a new company and giving yourself more stress? That's an easy way in your company. And this is such a fun time. I mean, if you're into Black Friday sales, I remember like, what, five maybe four or five years ago, we were just watching awe at the Black Friday sales in America when, you know, you get TVs for $5 and, and people are pretty much selling a house for nothing. And now they've come to Australia and we've kind of embraced them. I know all the, all the, all the online services that all the shops that I play with in the last three weeks have been bombarding us with like specials and extra specials and, and another special. And did you buy today? Because if you didn't, here's another offer. It's been a little crazy. I have to say I'm finding it a little unpleasant. So we've done this beautiful process with our clients, um, you know, and for weeks we've been talking about what do you want to do if you don't actually want a discount? There's other ways of doing things, a little add-on or a little offer or whatever. It doesn't have to be bottom dollar, get no margin, you know, put yourself into the ground because of what you're up, you know, what you feel like you should offer. But um, I have to say they've done it all so beautifully and, you know, prepared the newsletters and, you know, done some little teasers. And some of them have done like one day early. So if you're a VIP subscriber, then you get one day early of the Black Friday sale. But then on socials, it goes out today, for example. However, so while I've been watching all of that unfold and, you know, supporting them through that, which has been really joyful. And the background is exactly what you're talking about. I've been bombarded with people. I've actually been unsubscribing. It's been so full on. Some companies have been doing three emails a day. Like it is too much. It somehow for me reeks of desperation. And I just, I find it really overwhelming. And it was last week too. It wasn't just this week with a little pre Black Friday. It was like, wow, what are you? Do you feel like that? Does that excite you? Or does that just go, oh, 
Well, there's a particular gym brand, which I'm not going to name, that's based here in Southeast Queensland, Australian brand, really cool brand. Our, the people that I go to gym with are obsessed with it. I've become a little obsessed with it, but not as much as they have. But they had their Black Friday sale last Tuesday. And so they started, And but what's happened is every single day we're getting, here's an extra special deal. And so that was their big one on Tuesday. They had a countdown on Facebook. They had a whole big thing. So last Tuesday was if you were subscribed, you got the first notification. And then almost every day since we're getting a, either an extra 10% or an extra. And there's this kind of balance. I'm like, well, why did I play on that first day? When if I'd waited two or three days, I could have got 20 more percent off. And then there's this kind of, and it starts to make me feel a little bit like, what are you doing to me? And and I don't want to be beholden to these kind of waiting for the text messages to tell me when the discount's coming. And I feel like it's creating this really kind of, as you say, uncomfortable cycle of like, now I'm waiting to see what the sale will come today. And the problem with that is, that, as you say, that desperation piece is then I don't want, why would I bother buying any other time of the year? Because if you're going to give me these ridiculous, crazy things for 10 months, for 10 days, I'm just going to say, well, I'm going to buy everything I need for the next six months, because I know in June, you'll have a massive sale. I know for on the, when we do the cyber sales, there'll be another one and there'll be one at Easter. So I don't actually need to purchase in a normal time. And I don't think I've ever purchased anything full price from them ever. And I just wonder, it's a really interesting pricing model because I don't want to play in that space. And mm -hmm. it's really not good business to only play in the sales space. It's not good for your cash flow. It's not good for your client loyalty. But I always wonder, what's the benefit of that? And it's, I'm always intrigued by people's responses. So I, I'm glad that I'm not alone, that it feels no, a little bit no. unweird. It'd be weird. Yes. And I, you know, you said something there, which was so poignant, which was each, when you did the big pie on Tuesday with their big sale that they'd counted down to and everything. And then the next day, there's even another discount even beyond that. It's like, actually, hang on, that doesn't make people feel good. It no. makes them feel annoyed. So already we know that just on a normal day, if you have bought something on a Sunday and then on Monday it goes on sale or even the next weekend, then there's that little bit of a feeling like, oh, and I've got clients who have even been emailed by customers going, well, I didn't know you were going to have a sale. So can I please get a refund of the difference? We're like, well, it was actually a whole week ago that you bought, you know, so already people are feeling angsty about that. But when you actually do it the very next day, so for example, here's 30% off today. Oh, here's 40% off tomorrow. Oh, here's 50% off the next day. No, that doesn't make people feel very good, does it? I don't think so. Well, it was interesting. And I'm, I'm going to say the brand because it's because they're doing it for everybody. So Nike has done it really cleverly, I think. So their cyber sale starts today. And if you go to the DFO sites, they're doing massive 40% off, I think, store-wide. Don't quote me on that. It may not be 100% correct. But it's something <laughs> like 40% off store-wide of any other price, which is a phenomenal sale. So what they did is they said, if you're a Nike member, so you have a Nike pass or you've registered before on the Nike pass and we, we buy a lot of Nikes. So we have been, they said your sale starts Tuesday. So everybody else gets public access as like your client does on the Friday, but we had three days to go to the DFO and anything else, anything on store was 40% off. And that we kind of found that I really appreciated that because it's like, okay, yes. so because we've signed off in the app and they've encouraged people to do that app sign up so much. It amazes me that not everybody has done it. But because you have those three days, if they have in DFO shoes, you know, it's first comes, first serve, 
and we were there, there was somebody buying 12 pairs of shoes. Now, I don't know what you're going to do with 12 pairs of shoes because the margin on those are so low. They're not even valuable enough to resell. So I'm not really sure what they're going to do with 12 <laughs> pairs of shoes. But we went through and we're like, okay, 40% off today. It's worth the purchase because then I don't have to go over the, I don't have to be there today or on the weekend when it's insane yeah. to shop when it was calm. So I really appreciated that model because it's no different. Everybody gets the same. You just get the preview because you've subscribed. Like and your client, I love you. that. What I love, Jenny, is you said we appreciate that, but I'm like, but they also appreciate you for being signed up, you know, for being yeah. a loyal customer, et cetera. So it's a nice little rub each other's back situation. A hundred percent. And I love that, you know, and it's, you talk about kind of e-commerce models and the way that it works. And what's great about that is because I signed up on the app and I'm on the app, they email me the 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 invoice other receipt I don't have to carry the receipt around so if there's shoes we bought for for a friend's birthday don't fit we just go to the app this the invoice is there we don't have to worry about it but also they see and they track your purchases so you know that's very good uh, from their perspective when you remember they get to see what we like to buy they can mm. us, they remarket us very very cleverly but it does make us feel appreciated. And that's the point, isn't it? At this time of year, it doesn't have to be a race to the bottom. It could be, how do I add value to my clients? How do I make them feel appreciated? So when they come back, they want to they want to, you know, buy more. And I saw this beautifully on Tuesday. So I wasn't even, it wasn't, I don't think it was a cyber sale, but I went to a, a website because we we're talking about organic hair products and a colleague of mine has, is a hairdresser and has been in the hairdressing industry for 20 years and has a range of indigenous organic um, hair products. And when I went to there, and I've actually never been to a website, I've known it existed, but I was talking to it about a client, uh, to another colleague who's looking for product to um, export. And so, so I had a look at the website and it was this beautiful thing. It came up and said, hello and welcome. We've just popped a few things that you might like as a free little gift for you in the shopping cart. So if you purchase anything, here's a little gift that you might like to take home. And it was like, a, it was just a brush and a little bag and some little things. But I thought, how clever. Yes. So it says, welcome. I've popped it in. It's free. And as soon as you purchase something, you're going to get this little free gift. As opposed to those normal ones, which are, you need to buy $585 to get the $30 gift. It was here's something for you already. I don't even know what the terms were, but the fact is it made me feel so loved when I went to the website. I kind of wanted to buy something. Yes, I totally get that. And that's the thing this time of year, particularly as you come into Christmas, stocking fillers, extra presents, that kind of secret Santa that you don't know want to buy anybody. What a perfect way to get engagement and sales to say, here's a little gift. Doesn't have to be for you. Could be for your secret Santa could be for a stocking filler for a family member, whatever it is, but it's such a simple way to get engagement, increase your sales with something that doesn't have that kind of discounty, icky kind of race to the bottom feeling. Absolutely. I love that. That's so fabulous. I want to tell you about two scenarios that I think are both incredible. The first one is um, one of my clients who's a product-based business. Every year she puts together a Christmas bundle. So inside there are the products that you'd normally buy, but there's also then in the Christmas bundle, there's extra things that you're getting for free. So it's lovely. And because her brands for teens and tweens, there's um, extra lovely things in there. Like there's Christmas bracelets and necklaces and crackers and sparkles and pens and, you know, just all the things that are fun for Christmas. And so she's always discounted these Christmas bundles massively, plus all the free bits. 
However, this they sell out so fast, it's just madness. This year, she's decided to do it a little differently, and I'm so impressed. So this year, it's they're only being offered to the VIP subscribers. So oh, wow, I love that. You get a list. And if she doesn't sell out through that, which she's highly likely to, then whatever's left will go online to anyone to buy. But A, it's a brilliant way to get people signing up to your email list. B, it's a great way to reward them, like you were talking about with, you know, your shoes and stuff. And C, it makes people feel appreciated and thrilled and they're getting something special because, yeah, it's mind-blowing what she what she offers. Like, it's an incredibly good deal. But also, she's always had this limit of how many you can buy too. And I think, yes, well done. I absolutely love that. So then we were talking in our session yesterday about when to launch. And obviously, right now, it's just crazy with all the Black Friday stuff. And oh, it's ridiculous. We thought 1st of December, Black Friday, Cyber Monday's over give it a few more days and then boom, go into it. So that's a really cool way of doing it. I think where it's just to those VIP subscribers only, but also such a good lead magnet getting people to uh, sign up to that email list. But the second one I want to tell you about was something I did last night. And every single year I get invited to this and I absolutely love it. So it's, it's a friend of mine, Corinne Nash, and she has this uh, nutrition business, Goodness Me Nutrition. But she's extremely passionate about fair trade. And she has a fair trade market that she puts on close to Christmas through her church and all sorts of things. Um, but in fact, her and I were on this group bringing fair trade to Bangalore. So what it means is that you just need to sell a certain percentage of fair trade goods in your store to be classed as a fair trade store so it could be just some coffee or just some chocolate or whatever but just giving people the option it's also just such a great way to raise awareness but every year she runs this little event at called um oh I can't remember but it's something like um Corin's Fair Trade um Champagne and Nibbles or something like that so you rock up and she has this beautiful beautiful home just all the tables and all the spare spaces are covered in fair trade goods and you just want, she has people that are handing out Prosecco and then there's all these nibbles and her husband and her are both caterers. So hello, the food is just to die for. And so you're having a lovely drink, which makes you want to buy more anyway. And you're getting all these bits and pieces, you put them over there and then she just works out, you know, what you owe and boom, it's just all done. It's the nicest, nicest way to shop. And because it's always that week before December, then it's like the start of your Christmas shopping. But you're starting it in an incredibly mindful way because it's fair trade. And there's everything from baby goods to, well, I bought some of those beautiful um, towels, you know, like the Turkish towels, you know, the really thin fabric. And, you know, so there's just literally something for everyone as, as well as loads of beautiful decorations. But I love the mindfulness of it. There's always people there I don't know. So you're meeting new people and they're all then starting to talk about fair trade and what it means and having a fair trade Christmas, which is just so wonderful. And I thought, what a clever way of doing it. So she then donates all the money. She's not um, keeping it for herself, but I'm like, what a fabulous thing. So I, I think that's something other people could do as well. If you have your own products, particularly if you have them at home and you're not warehousing them somewhere, mm -hmm. why don't you invite your friends to a little wee nibbles and drinks event and have it at your house and say, this is what I offer, you don't have to buy. But here it all is, just in case you haven't seen what I do lately. I love I love that for so many reasons. But you and I know we love that kind of networking conversation when it's it's a calm and relaxed environment and it makes you feel um, loved and it makes you feel 
part of a community, but it also, as you said, it starts to make you be mindful about what you're purchasing. So you know you're turning up for a purpose. So it's that kind of purposeful shopping piece. And I love the way that she's done that. And, and to me, it's this, it's kind of that civilized way. And it's imagine when I was a kid, it's it's how I imagine people who are, you know, buying you know, Maseratis would be like, because you don't go and buy Maserati and it's like, here, do a deal. It's like, come yeah. in, hang out, sit on the couch, have a drink, chill out, make yourself at home and then buy the car, right? Yeah. That, but, that, but it's that kind of mentality. It's what I imagined when I was a child, what luxury selling and buying was about. It yeah. wasn't about rush. It yeah. wasn't about a quick sale. It was about building a relationship. It was about getting to know each other. It was it was just that beautiful kind of, it's the experience of shopping rather than the shopping act itself. And Absolutely. I think, I think that's what we forget at this time of year when from the start of the cyber sales right through to, you know, Boxing Day sales and beyond, we forget about the experience of shopping. And I remember when I was a kid, so we so being one of three daughters to my mum, so we would each get a, uh, either a weekday or a weekend where we'd go into the city with my mum, we'd catch the tram from Mon Albert in Box Hill, we'd catch the tram because we very rarely did that, into the city, and then we'd have high tea at Hopetown Tea Rooms, which now you have to wait in line to get into because everybody knows about it now and <laughs> nobody knew about it then. And we would go shopping for a day. So mum would give us our budget that we needed to buy all our Christmas presents for family and friends. And we would go shopping with my mum. And, and it was, yes, we'd go on sale because it was the pre-Christmas sales and all the sales were on, but it wasn't about the sale. It was about the experience we were having of shopping. And it changed the way that, so when I go Christmas shopping, that's what I like to do is it's not about need to get things quickly. It's about actually, let's just go and have a day where we'll have morning tea, we have lunch, we buy the things we want to do and actually enjoy the process. And I think for a lot of businesses and a lot of people, we've forgotten that element that actually it's not just about the end product, it's the experience you're having through the process. And I think it'd be so nice to see more of what Corinne's doing and more of that as a way of creating experiences now. So we think positively about this time and not go, oh my God, how many emails am I going to get with sales? Absolutely. I agree. So for the last few years, and also we're doing it this year too, we have this little thing where we want to buy local for Christmas, or we want to buy experiences. Yes. So last year, you know, for my family overseas, then we just bought, we got all kinds of goodies together. So some online um, and some at our local markets, put them into these beautiful hampers and off they go. So it's locally made everything, which is really, really beautiful. And then also an experience for my brother and his family here to do something together as a family. And it feels such a wonderful thing. And um, so this year, Bangalore Markets is the Sunday. So we're heading off again to start collecting all the, all the local goodies. So I think that, so we, we really work hard on making it either fair trade or supporting local, shopping local, et cetera, as, as much as we can, or, or supporting small business. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to do more and more of. And I, and, and that's the one thing, you know, even the, the crazy gym, the, the, the crazy gym sales, they're a local Queensland business. So I, I'm happy to purchase from them because I know they're based and manufactured here in Southeast Queensland. And I love that rather than buying, you know, ones that have been imported from who knows where. But 
but let's say we don't have the opportunity to have these experiences, the way that we set our business up or what we're doing, we don't, we can't create that. Like I think about the products and services that I sell. And I was having this conversation with a colleague of mine saying, maybe I need to do a crazy cyber sale, Friday sale for our retreat. Cause we've just launched the dates of our next retreat and it's going to be in tambourine. It's the end of February. I am so excited. I cannot tell you, I found the most beautiful place for the retreat. And we're like, do we do a crazy sale? And so we were having this big conversation about whether or not we do. And it made me wonder, is that where I want to play? Because yeah. it goes to the space, particularly in the coaching spaces. And you and I have worked, have seen this when we give it to somebody who, when somebody purchases our products at a very heavily discounted price, there isn't that same connection or appreciation. It's been an impulse purchase rather than a considered purchase. And I want someone to come and be considered about the work that we're doing. I want them to be invested in three days with me. I want them to be invested in that weekly coaching that we do. So they get the best out of the process. If they, and I've bought, I've bought stuff on the 90% off coaching programs. And I got to tell you, I very rarely end up doing them. I think we've got about it. I've got five or six at least that are sitting there waiting for me to start from how to use Instagram better, um, you know, socials, reels, whatever it might be. And they've only cost me 20 or $50. So they've been like, it's not even a thought about, yep, that sounds like a good deal. I never do them because I'm not invested. And the buying decision was based on cost and not on the value and the impact it's going to have on my world. <laughs> It's very, very interesting, isn't it? That whole perception piece. So I really think though, Jenny, putting it out there. So let's, even if we just look at the time frame of your retreat. So being in um, February, people often are feeling the pinch at that point, particularly if they've got kids in the back to school expenses yeah. and all that kind of thing. I love the idea of you putting it out there now, because for example, you could say to your partner, this is what I'd really love for Christmas. So my business can pay for half of it. And then the other part could be my Christmas gift because the retreat is great for two reasons. It's great for me to get away, you know, and have some time away, but it's also great for me with my business. So that's a really beautiful way of looking at it too. If it's on sale, but not a crazy sale, but enough to make me want to buy that right now, yeah. then I think that's awesome. But I agree with you about you don't want 80% off or 90% off because it really devalues it. And also you haven't even had a chance to put it out there yet at full price yet. Yes. But I actually think, especially with something like that, when it's thousands of dollars, I don't want to be finding out that you then, you know, I bought it right now so I can get my spot. And then next week it's 80% off. No. <laughs> and that, and again, that's that perception piece. That's what I always worry about and think about when we're doing this process of sales is I know I feel annoyed when I've purchased something and then it goes on sale the next day when it's that significant difference. It does make me feel a little bit like, oh, but, and particularly when it's a high value purchase, right? Um, and so that's with, and with coaching is the same. I much prefer to say, we'll give you something extra or we'll do a, a smaller discount, which is probably what we'll do as we come closer to Christmas. But now that we've decided we found the right location, we were waiting to find the right space, to be honest, and to be kind of ignited by the joy of the space. I know that sounds really crazy but totally makes like, sense to me we found the place and I, and I sat there last week and called my team and was like this is where we're having the retreat I found it it's going to be ideal it's going to be an amazing experience but I do love that idea of saying hey let's let's get some partners and some business partners or otherwise to to be paying some of the cost so that the individual can actually attend I love that we might we might be talking about that in our team meeting next 
Brilliant. I love it. Love it. So, so what is what is your what are your top three tips? Because I'm mindful we've had a random conversation today. We're supposed <laughs> to be talking about sales. So what is your top three tips? Because this is the space you play in with your clients year in, year out, day in, day out. What are your top three tips to maximizing this experience in the next four weeks to maximize your sales and your customer experience? I think the first thing is you want to create the story. So you want to make so make something really special. So for example, not just buy my stuff, it's reduced, da, 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 you want this. It's like, why do you want it? So do some incredibly beautiful graphics and videos and things about the beautiful nature of gift giving of Christmas. Why is it that we give gifts? Tell those stories. Share the stories of your childhood like you did with us, Jenny. That's a really beautiful thing. Share some traditions and you know, it might be that you have your product strategically placed with, you know, the old, you know, American star with the hot cocoa and the, you know, whatever it is, but Christmas makes people feel something. So yeah. you really want them to get that feeling of that would be really special seeing that product of yours under the tree, beautifully wrapped for that person on the day. And it's going to make them feel loved, thought of, et cetera. Et cetera. I love that. So finding the emotion in it rather than just buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So there's an incredibly glorious commercial. It's at least four, maybe four years old right now. I'll put it into um the into the comments. And it's something like, what's the business called? Herford Hardware or Harford Hardware from Wales. And every time I watch it, I have a tear. And I've used it as an example so many times in so many workshops. And every time it's just so incredibly moving. And the message is buy local. And the amount of views they've had from this tiny little town in Wales, they, it cost them $150 to make the commercial. They shot wow. it on their phone. And the money that they had to pay for it was the rights to use the music. And honestly, it is just glorious. So I'll share that with everyone that is for awesome. sure. Um, but the comments and things are just beautiful with literally people saying, I want to come to Wales and buy in your hardware store. I'll never go to another Bunnings, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just so stunning. And the bottom line with that is it's all about the way Christmas makes you feel. So I think that's a really, really important one for top tip number one, if you're product-based. If you're service-based, that doesn't mean you have to be start discounting things, et cetera, but you need to be starting to talk about for people, what are you doing for next year? Because you can't just shut down and you haven't finished everything you needed to. And then we're shut. And then suddenly it's the sixth or whatever year of January. And you're like, oh, crikey, let's just pick up the pieces and start running again. Yeah, we don't yeah. want the feeling that we're just starting running again. So really being strategic and clever about how you use this next three or four weeks to slowly wind it up. And I don't even mean wind it up. That's not right. But so that you can pause and take a break. Yeah and regroup and all that kind of stuff. So that would be top tip number two. And top tip number three is actually to just really enjoy the time with your family, with your friends, get going with those um, little Christmas gatherings that are all about, you know, small business owners getting together. Maybe get involved in um, something like what Corin did and bring people together. So being a business on your own can be pretty damn lonely. So what are you going to do to actually, you know, make sure that, you're still feeling like you're part of something Christmassy in your business. I love that. So 
yeah, get together with some other solopreneurs. It's actually a really good idea. I mean, I know it only seems four weeks away, but what a great, it doesn't take long to get five or six businesses together, have a uh, have an evening of some cheese and wine or cheese and soft drink. Bring a secret Santa gift of yeah, your own product or yep. voucher. But also it just didn't get everyone to say, you can invite five or 10 of your clients. So then suddenly you've got 30 clients in the room, all looking for different things, have complementary products, and that allows you then to bring together. I think that's a beautiful idea. I love that. So I think that's probably my top. I love the the first of the story idea is is important. I mean, that's important all year round, is it to create that emotion and story, but particularly now as to why it's a great product to purchase, to have under the tree. I love that very much. But that last tip about saying, if you've got a number of other businesses that are complementary to you that you enjoy working with, get them together, book a, don't do it on a Friday, do a Tuesday night, do a Wednesday night that other people perhaps are saying, oh, well, let's not do anything that night because it's midweek, pull it together, have an afternoon or a lunch and invite some clients, celebrate your clients, but give them an opportunity to meet five other buyers or five other suppliers that might be able to help them um, fill their stockings and fill their Christmas list as well. So I love that great takeaway. I've just written all that down because I'm probably going to try and do that in the next week. Oh, that's awesome. That. <laughs> that's awesome. So next week, Jenny, how about we talk about some of our favorite products um, or favorite offerings that we'd like to shout out for other people about things that we've found throughout the year. So it's literally like a virtual version of what we've just talked about with um, I love that. people together and hearing about things. And, and we'll explain why it is that we love them and what they've been so clever with in business. Um, can I start with one in advance for next week? Yes. Because, <laughs> so we all know how much I love my earrings, although I'm not wearing them today, but I love Blackbird Design Earrings. Nikki Gallagher's work is amazing here in Southeast Queensland. And I've been asking her for years, and Nikki, if you ever listen to this, to say that she needs to do an earring subscription. I want her to do an earring subscription where I just pay once a month and I get an amazing pair of earrings shipped to me, which is <laughs> what my goal in life is for her to have. But she's done one better for me this year. She has an earring advent calendar. Oh! <laughs> and so she has, it's amazing. So I think you get 12 pairs or six pairs. I can't remember, but it's an earring. And I just like, I'm buying it because it's an earring advent calendar. So I don't know what I'm going to get, but I get to pre-order a bunch of earrings that I get to open up and be excited about. And I just thought, what a clever idea when we're thinking, we think of advent calendars. I know all the big uh, makeup houses sell them. You know, you can go to Kmart, buy one. I've actually, I buy one every year for a friend of mine. It's the Lego advent calendar and it's a lego harry potter advent calendar so it ticks three boxes for her um so i love those things but i love this idea from us from a product-based business and she's like hey but you can choose to keep those earrings yourself but i've got an advent calendar that i can either turn that into 12 gifts for people or i can choose to keep them and i thought what a very clever idea because they're special designs just for christmas so if you're, if you're a product-based business, there's still time to do things like an advent calendar. And if you're a service-based business, there's plenty of time to set up an advent calendar. It doesn't need to be 24 days. It can just be 12 days or six days. It can be a burst. So I'm putting that out there today because if we talk about it next week, I'm hoping some people will be like, actually, I created yes. that in the last week. <laughs> that's wonderful. I think that's so fun, Jenny. So fun. Very I look clever. forward to hearing more about that and I'll go and look at it. Maybe you can put that one in the in the uh, comments, the link. Sounds good. We will do awesome. that. It's amazing. And we love her earrings. So. Yes. Well, I look forward to chatting with you next week about that, Jenny. So how can people get in touch with you between now and then? 
So easiest way to find us is at Elephant in the Room. You can put that into Google. You'll find us on our Insta, our uh, Facebook, but also our webpage is now at elephantintheroomau.com. So we've kept it all the same. Finally, we've managed to switch over our URL. So at Elephant in the Room, I know. In the Room AU is the best place to find us. And how about you, Kylie? Hello, media.team. And um, yeah. I will um, be putting that beautiful link to that fabulous video in the in the chat. Soon. There's also a Nike one I want to put in there too. So keep an eye out for some really moving, beautiful videos coming up. Love that. Well, you have an amazing day. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank we you. look forward you to too. talking to you next week. All um, right. Have a, have a great Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.